Abrupt Streets presentation. Welcome to the Powercast. The Powercast. Welcome to the Corporate Streets Powercast. This is the podcast discussing the 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. And today you have TJ. And this is Jaren. And this week we are talking about the 35th law. Master the art of timing. All right, Jaren, translation. Let us hear it. All right, so the translation from this week is a quote from one of the uh, most relaxed, most patient. Um, he probably had the best timing in history. And um, that that quote is just chilling by <laughs> the uh, the uh, great bro man from Martin. Yeah, he man. was he was always in the right place. He never was rushing. He just seemed to let things come to him, and he again he was always in the right place as far as just needing to resolve something. So. Bro, man, just chilling. That whole motto, um, I think, is this law. Yeah, bro, man, from the fifth floor, right? From the fifth floor. Yeah. All right. For those who don't know the TV show Martin, go check it out. You miss out on a lot. <laughs> Your childhood was pretty rough if you it, missed out on Martin. They play it like for eight hours on TV one every day. So. All right, so you can go catch up tonight. I'm sure you can. A few words from the OG, Robert Greene himself. Never seem to be in a hurry. Hurrying betrays a lack of control over yourself and over time. Always seem patient, as if you know that everything will come to you eventually. Bruh, man, never was in a rush. He was definitely patient. You just gonna, you gonna interrupt the OG's words, bro? I'm co-signing. <laughs> become a detective at the right moment sniff out the spirit of the times the trends that will carry you to power learn to stand back when the time is not yet ripe and strike fiercely when it has reached fruition alright cool I don't think Brumash struck anybody for real or at least not fiercely but he definitely popped up right on time he popped up on time. I don't know if he struck fiercely, per se, but he struck when he thought the moment was was ripe, right? Because he never got caught in the act. It was always after the fact. He's all he's already eaten the sandwich. He's right. already taken what he wanted, and he's giving it back to you now. So he always knew the right time. Right. <laughs> now we just discussed in Law Thirty Four. Uh, something that's related to this law. We talked about taking the dignified approach and the power that it yes, holds. Sir. Yeah. And Jaron gave us a great example. His example was he never runs for the train. So even if he's about to miss that train, he's not about to be that person that's running frantically because that doesn't show power. The appearance is much more powerful when that person shows power over time. Okay. 
So either so you walk into that train and not run into that train, either you don't care about being late because you're not concerned about the outcome or you've mastered the art of timing so much that missing this train doesn't affect your schedule. Right. Right. And that's part of mastering the art of timing as well as maintaining a dignified appearance and aura. Now, the OG starts off telling us a few key elements when mastering the art of timing. He talked about being aware of the spirit of the times. So it seems like what he's trying to say to us is you need to be prepared to ride that wave so you don't miss the opportunity. He also, in so many words, was telling us, man, don't jump on the most obvious part of the wave because that overt part of the wave that you're jumping on is going to be saturated with people. And there is no guarantee that that first trend will last. So don't just jump on the wave as soon as you see the wave. You need to find something that has some untapped potential. Tapping into that untapped potential will give you your niche in whatever that trend is. And so you can build your solid foundation from that. That's, that's kind of loosely related to this thing I was hearing on, the, uh, I think it was the Brilliant Idiots today, where they were talking about like Amazon, how they slowly built their brand. You know, they started off selling everything under the earth and then or under the sun, I guess is they're saying. And then they moved on to TV and now they got this fire stick stuff and they got their own original programming. Billion dollar company. But right. Snapchat jumped out. Everybody jumped on that trend. And now Snapchat just lost all kinds of money on the stock market. <laughs> and they fallen off, even though it may not look like it, but as far as financially, it's not a good deal. So, right. Is, I mean, is that kind of, it's kind of similar to that, right? It is. It is kind of similar to that. So I believe Amazon, they jumped on the wave of internet purchasing right. and being the marketplace, right? Right. And so you take a department store, it has multiple departments, it has multiple things you can buy from that store. And they took the focus of being on the internet and making purchases from the internet and having these distribution centers all over the place. And they eventually tapped into, why don't we have a digital department store where we have everything, but we're not just narrowed down or focused to anything I can have in this particular store. Right. We can have things all over the world. We have everything. Right. And, and that's their niche. And you don't have to wait for auctions either. You don't got to fight auctions and stuff like on eBay. eBay was good. But I think eBay kind of got crushed by Amazon because people ain't running your prices up and stuff. And imagine that. Imagine if Amazon would have jumped on that trend of auction, auctioning, auctioning yeah. everything, right? Right. I mean, it looked good. So eBay had it right with having a marketplace that's online, but they took the, the auction approach where Amazon says, you know what? We're going to jump on that wave. But we're going to do it different. We're not even going to play with the auction. We're going to have things you can buy now, and it's going to be cheaper. So, and they're in the way that they jump into the game. I mean, they jumped into the tablet game to to battle oh, yeah. Apple. Yeah, the and they Kindle. did it, and they did it slightly different. They jumped into the to the streaming music game. They jumped into turning their uh their oh they jumped into the tv game they got the amazon tv going and then they turned that into a video game system so they're jumping on the trends but they're doing it their way 
and they're, they're patient trying with to touch it. that untapped potential. Exactly. They're methodically going through. And I mean, that's how the biggest companies are. Um, that's how they do their business. AT&T is kind of like that where they, you know, they were just a phone company. But I mean, they did what they had to do to survive. And, you know, it, it's it, it takes I think it takes patience because that's a hundred year old company. But, you know, they don't just hop on the trends. So. Exactly. Well, some of these companies do it because they have to, because they have to, right? So, like, when the ringtone thing was hot, when one company got ringtones, they all got ringtones because they have to be able to compete. So, in that case, they do kind of follow each other. As far as uh, jumping on every single trend that happens, they don't do every single one. I think they do the ones that make the most business sense for them, these 100-year-old companies. Yeah. I mean, Coca-Cola... They didn't just jump out in front of all of the energy drinks and try to make their own energy drink. They were making high ca- highly caffeinated sodas themselves. And I believe they ended up, if, if they did it, they definitely purchased one versus trying to jump in the game themselves. They took someone who had slow built their own, uh, slow built their own uh, energy brand and then they leached on that way. Now, being aware of the wave doesn't mean that you have to jump into the front of the wave as soon as it happens. Okay, so the OG was saying that any potent social movement creates a powerful reaction and it's wise to anticipate what that reaction will be. So imagine being the first to jump out as soon as something happens and it turns out to be a bad idea. Then you've just jumped out into that bad idea. What's that saying about is it was it? soldiers or Indians running over the hill and somebody's got to take them shots or somebody's got to take them arrows. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Somebody has to take those shots first and you let them take those shots. Yeah, you let them <laughs> you do that. You see what they did wrong and you perfect it. I think Apple does this with Android, all the uh, Android powered software all the time and Samsung phones. So Samsung, Apple used to be the rev- revolutionary type where they just create 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 something that's never been seen before Mm -hmm. and then samsung they're kind of trying to take the market share now so they're coming up with all these revolutionary ideas and apple's just kind of sitting back and samsung users laugh at the iphone users because it's oh man your phone can't do this your phone can't do this but samsung style the way it works sometimes it's kind of shoddy but when apple jumps into it what i've noticed is by the time they jump into it they pretty much have it perfected to where it's seamless and it works the way you expect it to work. Right. Obviously, from the tone of this conversation, you can tell I'm more of an Apple user than a Samsung user. I'm trying to be fair about it. I know that Samsung has been more innovative uh, than Apple in these recent times. However, I do hear a lot of complaints from the users talking about how their phones aren't working. Plus, their text and, messages come up green. I mean, who wants that? <laughs> I guess blue is much cuter, huh? Yeah. It makes more so, sense. So, thinking about those powerful social movements, it made me think of like the hip hop movement. When it first came into the game, it wasn't instantly respected. And there were companies that supported it and there were companies that didn't. There were companies that jumped out in front of hip hop when it was young and they probably lost some investors and they probably lost some sponsors. But now, if you look at hip-hop culture now, it sets a majority of the American trends, man. And so companies had to 
look past the fact that they didn't fully understand the hip hop culture. And they had to go out and hire somebody that did understand it just so they can be in the middle of the trend. So they won't get left behind. That's what Pepsi should have did. They should have hired somebody so they wouldn't get left behind. Right. <laughs> because of the Kylie exactly. Jenner thing. When they had their, that, that Kylie Jenner debacle. I mean, you look at Sprite and McDonald's. I remember there was a time when every Sprite and McDonald's commercial had some type of hip hop theme to it. Right. It seemed like, and at the time, maybe I'm just being naive about it, but it really seemed like the mid 2000s from like 2004 to like 2011. It really seemed like every commercial that came out had some hip hop theme to it, whether it was music, whether it's a background beat, whether it's just the style. Well, that was largely dependent on what programming you were watching. So if you were watching Leave it to Beaver, they wouldn't run the McDonald's ad where they were rather rapping. But if you were watching Martin, like we mentioned earlier, then they'll play that ad for that True. Um, market. True. Catering to the demographic. I, I will believe that. I'm talking about just regular sitcoms. I'm talking about watching like Channel 5 or something. I'm not talking about being specific and watching BET. I'm talking no, about no, I'm not saying BET necessarily. I'm saying the actual show that you're watching. They'll oh, know, the they'll, actual timing of the program, the, the, the that company will be like, okay, we want to run this ad while you have, you know, the Cosby Show on or whatever. There you go. That's mastering the art of timing. <laughs> because if you got, if you have certain people watching certain shows, you want to cater. You know, those commercials probably need to be catered to that group of people that's watching Definitely. that show. Definitely. Mastering that art of timing and striking, huh? It comes up a lot. I mean, probably a lot more than what we think. Yeah, and that's actually my last that's actually my last point for this segment is that lastly you need to uh have patience and strike at the right time. So that fit in seamlessly, sir. Yeah. The OG had a very interesting idea and concept about time. The OG said that time is an artificial concept that we as humans created to make life more bearable because life is just this eternal thing to us. Imagine if we didn't have any time. We just wake up, we do whatever we do, we go to sleep. I mean, I'm thinking about a time didn't exist at all. Our days and nights without any concept of how long these activities lasted. Can you imagine how brutal that would be? Actually, I was thinking of Actually, I was thinking kind of the opposite thing. That is actually kind of, um, it's kind of freeing almost. Uh, there was this one guy I went to church with, and and uh, him and his family, they went out of town, and his father, you know, took him out of, like, to Florida or something. And his father said that, uh, they said, hey, Dad, I noticed you don't got your watch on. And he was like, you know, time doesn't matter here. You know, I just want to be here with you guys and enjoy my time with you. And and this is a true story. He actually died on that trip. So Wow. So, you know, he, he was super happy at that time. And I feel like he was only happy because time was not or timing in this case, was not a consideration. I wonder, did he have an inkling that things weren't going well with this health? Dude, people always do. To make a statement like that. Well, maybe not. 
Well, you don't know that your your moment is about to come, though. No, you don't know your moment's about to come, but maybe he knew that the ailment he, you know, he had wasn't going to, you know, he wasn't going to last that much longer here. And so when he did have this vacation, he wanted to enjoy it and didn't want to have a sense of time. And you're right. That's that is definitely freeing. And uh, I'm thinking about, though, when maybe you are in your earlier years of life and you have a lot of life left to live. How do you build any consistency without some type of form of time? You know, how long would you work and get paid for your, you know, if no time existed? How do you keep track of how much money you deserve for the amount of effort that you're given? Or I don't want to say time because there is no time. Right. So the amount of presence that you're giving your job. How do they how do you I don't know. Uh, and and how do you enjoy how do you enjoy the time that you have with your loved ones if there's no sense of time you just you're just hanging out there it just I don't know this, this, I guess I'm just this too is a logical tough one. I have to have a, a sense of measurement and it just it blows my mind yeah. like I can't even figure it I can't fathom it this is a tough one because I do have thoughts about all of that so for example how do you enjoy the time with your loved ones or whatever without the mathematical time. Well, that's called living in the present. So time can't exist in the present. It needs the past or the future to exist. So if you're completely present, you know, uh, the OG Russell Simmons said, like, when Michael Jordan is hitting that game-winning shot, at that time he's not thinking. He's not thinking about the last shot he hit or missed. He's not thinking about what's going to happen after this shot. All he's thinking is about that moment. He's not thinking. He's just he's just in that moment shooting that shot, and that's all that matters. But after that shot is done and he wants to get paid for that game. Well things speed back <laughs> up then. But but he doesn't but he's not getting paid per shot. He goes to he might not do it like this, but you could go to somebody and say, What do you think it's worth? I've done that plenty of times with uh my photography stuff if i if i wanted to be kind of lenient with someone you know rather than saying okay we're doing two hours of shooting it costs this i say ask them what do you think is worth right okay for the art that i've given you what do you think that it's worth right versus saying how much time you spent there right right all right. Anyway, since we made time as people, we can also manipulate it. OK. And I said it in law 34 and I'm going to say it again. I've said in a bunch of laws, perception is everything. It is totally everything. Now, think about this. When you were a kid, summer seemed like they took forever. School year seemed like they took forever. And mm-hmm. the way I look at it is because we didn't have any real responsibilities or any deadlines. But once you get older, and you owe people money <laughs> by a certain day, by a certain time, Counting and you have to now. work. Yep. Yeah, you have to work by, you got to get to work by a certain time, and you have to work for a certain amount of time. That thought of time just whizzes by. You just have so much to do, right? Mm. So as a kid, I learned how to manipulate time. Okay. If I felt like I wanted a day to come, say Christmas was coming up, right? Mm-hmm. It seems like Christmas takes forever to get there when you're in those last two days before Christmas hits, right? You want to get all those gifts. And so what I would do is I would, what I considered tricking myself, 
I didn't really realize that I was changing my perception, but I would trick myself into saying, okay, well, let me think of all the things that I have to do before Christmas gets here. I got to make sure that I get rid of my old stuff that I don't want no more because I know I'm getting some new stuff and I need to make sure that my room is clean. So when it's time to go play, I can go play. I would think about all the things that I needed to do before the time of Christmas got here. And it made the time go by super fast. And so I took that into school and eventually into work. So you time will go by slow. You did that in the days leading up to? Yep. Okay. Yep. A day or two before. That that moment when it seems like everything's going so slow while I'm waiting on Christmas to get here. Or even like in my first in my first couple of jobs that I had, they weren't career level jobs. You know, I was my my first job was at Burger King. So at Burger King, you swear that, you know, you've made enough burgers. It should have been an hour, but it was only 15 minutes. And so I will look at all the stuff that I needed to do before I got off work. And in between that, we'll have these rushes of people because it was working at the airport. So a flight would land. We were the only burger spot. So everybody would come there. By the time the end of the night came, it was like, man, that went by pretty quick. Because I didn't get everything, you know. I was trying to do things early, basically. Trying to set up things for closing before it was time to close. And that that changing that perception, manipulating my perception of what time was, helped me get through it faster. So I think the they have a saying for that, and that's time flies when you're having fun, right? Even though it's not uh, necessarily fun in this case. It's not always fun, but yeah, but, time flies when, when, you got, when you got stuff to do. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I was going to say that, but you interrupted oh, me. My bad. Sure. That's because I mastered the art of time and I said it before you That's said actually it. bad timing, but. <laughs> <laughs> now, the OG said that it's the inner turmoil caused by our emotions that seems to make time move faster. So with that said, if we know how to control our emotional response, time will move a whole lot slower. All right. And. The OG gave us three types of time. He broke it down into three. He said that there's long time, there's forced time, and then there's end time. Now, the long time is the type of time that takes years. You need so to plan. That's like, that's like me love you long time? Nah, nah, nah. It's nothing like that. Okay. <laughs> that's called fake time. <laughs> that's a lie, bro. <laughs> but the long time... That's the time that takes years. You need to plan it. You need to follow the plan. Wait for your opportunity. All right. And now that forced time is the short term time that you try to use as an offensive weapon. So you try to force people's time. And that's your that's that's you being on the offense. You making people do what you want them to do. And that's forced time. That's forced time. Okay. And then in time, this is the time that you've been waiting on and. You need to take action on that moment. So you had that long time. You had that plan. It finally gets to the point where this is what you've been wanting the entire time and you need to finalize it. That's what end time is. So to get in a little bit of detail for long time, the OG says forcing the pace creates problems, which actually takes more time in the long run. This reminds me of those scary movies, man, when you're running from the killer. You rushing to get those keys to open the door. They drop the keys every time because they're trying to they're trying to rush. And then when they rush the pace, they make a mistake 
and they have to do it all over again. And why do they have so many keys all the time? Like, if like you really <laughs> just need your car key and your house key. Like, what are the rest of the keys? No, nah, man, that's way too logical. I have to say, I have like four keys on my ring and and a key fob. Yeah, I have more. Got the that. mailbox key. You got the 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 key to your door for your room. Yeah. Have the car key, the door key. That's four. Maybe you have a storage or something. It's, it's, Maybe it's you have a key keys. to your mama house. <laughs> That's what we need to do. We need to figure out a, a resolution of keys. They already have one, man. Oh, you got the keypad. Yeah, you can just do that. No, not only that, but they have the little the little device where you can insert your key into it and you can flip the keys out, kind of like a Swiss Army knife. Ah, okay. And so you, you hold your keys in one, in one place. So they beat us to it. Hmm. We'll so people in a hurry, they might get there faster. However, that constant hurry makes them make more mistakes. So the OG just wanted us to know that patience is a virtue, basically. And we need to use the art of patience and make calculated moves. So if you get that work assignment, don't just instantly freak out about it and start uh, trying to instantly take that action how many times have you gotten a work assignment and you immediately jump on it and then the next day boss wants to alter it oh i thought it was supposed to be this but i found out it was that or they take a little piece of information and they try to rush you to get you on it right now and then a day later two days later they get more information and make you do it over or or totally alter the direction that you were in has that ever happened to you yeah and i have a um a phrase for that and that phrase is job security. They can make all the adjustments and stuff that they want. I have a job. <laughs> I got it. So it's job security when they when they make the moves like that. Yeah, now I got something else to do tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. So, yep, that's happened to me all the time. It happens all the time. Yeah, so rather than just jumping and trying to uh, move so fast all the time you know what if you take the time to create the plan we're still talking about that long time you take the time to create the plan or an outline or work at that steady pace there's some times that you're going to avoid the fact that people made you jump too and they weren't even prepared themselves but your colleagues on the other hand they're going to be jumping all over the place because they're going to be moving as soon as they hear the word right now the og also talked about uh Make sure that you take time to build your foundation, okay? It's important that success is built on a solid foundation because he says that that's the only type of success that will last. And that made me think of like a Lil Wayne and a Lil Boosie where they built their following through years of making music and years of touring and years of grinding, right? So when they went to jail, they went away for a year or more and people waited on their return and they came back and they're still making money Hundred thousand dollars a show, they're doing pretty good. But on the flip side, you take a one hit wonder. Let's just pick one. Uh, Bobby Smurder. Uh, Bobby Smurder, perfect. That guy, his song did numbers really quick, really easy. He went away to jail. People not thinking about him. When he comes back, people probably won't be thinking you about finished. him. Designer, the guy that made Panda. Panda did ten mil. You think he'll ever do that again? I'm not sure. I don't know how solid that foundation is. 
So I kind of doubt that he's ever going to do those type of numbers again. Trinidad James, he had an overnight smash. Where is he now? Yeah. And so Jeezy. it might seem good that you get that overnight success. You yeah. pop off real quick. Uh, I just but, heard uh, this quote from Jeezy where um, that's young Jeezy. And he said that he'd rather go platinum 10 times than sell 10 million at one in one time. That makes sense because that means that platinum 10 times you have consistency. People respect what you're doing. People can rely on you. Yeah. You do that 10 mil one time, you enter there, and then you out of there. Yep. All right. The OG also talked about how people who hurry take the surface phenomenon and mistake it for a real trend. And this exa- this just reminds me of like gossip. When people first hear gossip or see that meme or see that fake news, they want to be the first one to put it out there. And this is this is the hurrier. This is the person that's hurrying. And they make that mistake, man, for that surface phenomenon. They see it. They put it out there. And then it gets discredited. And now they look foolish. I've done that before. I've, I've probably killed Morgan Freeman about two or three times. <laughs> I will be first to uh, announce him. And that's his past. Morgan Freeman? Yeah. Come on, man. Let him live, bro. He's got a lot of good movies out there. <laughs> Stop trying to kill him. I'm just saying, I'm trying to jump and be first as soon as I You're get You're trying to little... be the first one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Forced time. So the purpose of forced time is to try to change the pace of others. So if they like it slow, try to speed it up. If they like to ponder, try to make them rush. If they like the schedule, try to make them wait. You need to change their perception of time to throw them off their game. Throw off their time, and yeah. And the the first thing I thought about when I heard that was, I don't know if you ever watched these um, these one of these car shows where they go and have to negotiate the price of a car. These nope, just, I haven't these seen a show shows. on that. I've done it before, but I, I haven't seen a show. So, so here's here's a tip, and this is what they do, and this is how they use that law. So they'll you know see a, re, a listing on on the car. They'll go out to this farm or wherever, you know, to find this you know sixty eight Mustang fastback or whatever it is, and you know the listing might say the car costs eight thousand dollars, and they'll talk to the people. And they'll show up and they'll never mention the price. And so they get there, they look at the car, they look it over, they find everything that's going to be wrong with it. And they come out and they'll say, and they finally get to a price. And again, the asking price is 8000 They'll be like, uh, you know, I got to do this. I got to do that. Would you take 4000 right now? For, and then, of course, the guy's going to, you know, be like, uh, I don't know. I mean, I could do like 7500 And obviously what they're trying to do is get them down to like 6000 Right. And so then they'd be like, how about $6,000 cash? Untaxable money <laughs> right here, right. right now. Untaxable. It was going to be untaxable regardless. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, and so you hold that cash up in somebody's face chances are they're not gonna say no you've thrown them off all the way all the way off their game at first they had this eight thousand dollar asking price but you showed up with only six thousand dollars in your pocket right and 
if you start walking away with that six thousand dollars hanging out your pocket more <laughs> more than likely they're gonna be like hold on hold on hold on, hold on. you know and they'll they'll make sure you know that they'll probably close the deal then so right because they're probably not getting a lot of hits anyway yeah and, and so when they try to say well give me sevens like i don't have seven all i have is six in my pocket right now so yeah and and again they never talked about prices. I mean, they never talked about prices and you just throw out a price and you throw out real dollars that throws them completely off the game again, which connects us to this law that's throwing off their timing and that's throwing them off. their. Game. I think salesmen do this too. Like they take their time explaining everything to you. And then when it's time to get to the money, they hit you with that change of pace. Like you have to move right now. Right. It's like, all right, you got to do it today. Or if you leave off the premises, the offer's not going to be good anymore. And oh, they try to hit you. Yeah. They try to hit you with that. You have to do it now. And this is to try to push you into making a mistake. They're manipulating uh, the perception of time. Yeah, it definitely. It seem like, I'm sorry. It definitely works both ways. Yeah. 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 Well, no, I was just because that was the example I was going to give was a salesman. So I'm glad you had an example from the other side. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking about the buyer doing that, too. That's true. That's exactly. I mean, that show I was talking about is called Gas Monkey Garage. He buys and sells cars, so he does this law both ways. So deadlines are powerful in forcing time, and that's what we were just talking about right now. Uh, to wrap that thing up is the deadline portion of it. You have to buy it today. That's manipulating reception, perception of time. I have six thousand dollars right now. If I leave, I'm not coming back. That's creating a deadline. Deadlines make people move. It makes you make a decision or get to the it point. It shakes right them up. Then. Yeah. And then the last one is in time. Now, this is when you recognize that it's your moment. This is the time that you've been planning for this the entire time. You need to finish the plan. This is what you're waiting for. You need to use speed and finalize the deal. And the OG was just saying that this is impressive that when this time comes, you make that move, close the deal and be done with it. It's impressive the people that are sitting around and watching the finality of how you just finalized it and you did whatever you said that you were going to do or what you needed to do. You made it happen. You didn't have to think about it. It didn't take any time. You weren't playing around with it. You said you were going to do it and you did it. And that leads to our reversal. And guess what the reversal oh, is, Jaren? I love the reversal. Man, this is always my favorite part of the show. Man. Now he really hit us with reversal. the heat this time. I can't. Ugh. Yeah. So let, let me get it to the list. You mind? You mind if I give it to the listeners now? Yeah, man. I almost, I almost finished right there. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> All right. There is no reversal. And in so many words, the OG what? was basically telling us that there isn't any power to be gained by letting time control us. We have to control the time or at least the perception of it. So there's no reversal this time. And that's what Brother Goldsby said when he before he died. He was not letting time control him. There you go. He enjoyed his last his last days or moments. Yeah. All right. So this has been another episode of the Corporate Streets Podcast. And we always encourage you to go get your own copy of Sir Robert Greene's The Forty Eight Laws of Power. You can get the audiobook like we are listening to, or you can get the hard paper version like nobody else has. And as you know, we need to support this man. 
because he's always got something that he's trying to, you know, ball out and show off. And so this week, I heard he went to Memphis in May this year for the first time. And he liked Bill Street so much that he's committed to buying it all out just for a day for himself. So he can enjoy it all by himself. He don't want nobody As long there. as he don't turn it to Green Street, bro. Well, I'll no. be down. He, no, he doesn't want anybody there. He just wants to hit the street by himself with no one else there. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why he would want to do that. Kind of like Kevin Hart said that uh, oh boy bought out Disney World. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's kind of like the same thing. So he wants to buy a Bill Come Street on, for OG. a day. That, how boring is that? You can at least invite us. He's we balling, man. You. It's a baller, dude. So. Support him. for you. <laughs> and just because you listen to us doesn't mean that you shouldn't go get that audio book or that hard copy or or the uh, Kindle version or the iPhone version. And just because you get his book doesn't mean you don't need us anymore. See, the OG is like a classic margarita. You know what I'm saying? It tastes good. It's refreshing. But we're like the salted rim of the glass. We compliment that margarita. We compliment OG Robert Green and what he's doing. So you need us both. No, he's kind of like Future's song Mask Off. And we're like the remix version with the Kendrick verse. Oh, super dope. Yeah. We took it to another level. Yeah, we took it to another level. See, now, now the people who love mumble rap can listen to it. And the people who like lyrics, and now they can listen to it. So, best of both worlds. That's what you call enhancement. Yeah. All right. And so next week, we have Law 36, which is disdain things you cannot have. Ignoring them is the best revenge. Oh, man. Gotta love that revenge. It's best served on that platter cold, right? That's what they say. (laughs) That's what the Klingons say, at least. All right, and you can reach out to us, uh, or excuse me, we have also our regular podcast, which is the Corporate Streets Podcast, and that's the podcast where we talk about things like going to the Chinaman and Thai food and Thai babies, mixed babies, yeah, and girls we Inter- used to t- interracial marriages, yeah, and girls we used to talk to who ended up on Mari talk about all kinds of stuff so be sure to check that out and you can reach us at our email address which is the corporate streets at gmail.com it's corporate streets with a z and we're also on twitter and facebook and this has been another episode of the corporate streets podcast this is the podcast for people who say well this is actually a quote this week yesterday is gone tomorrow never comes The only time is now. All right. That's that end time and put that to work. Yeah. All right. Oh, I got another one. This is for the uh, religious people. He may not come when you want him, but he's always on time. All right. There you go. Okay. We looking out for your religious folk. All right. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Holla. Enrich your life, attain your goals. Thank you.
you for listening to the Corporate Street, the Corporate Street, the Corporate Street, Powercast, 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 Powercast. Powercast. Powercast.